Our scripture this day comes from uh, Luke. Uh, we continue to read in Luke. I find it interesting in, uh, in this um, um, order of the um, lectionary. Um, it, it, it was, we read from Luke in this year. Um, we, we start at the end of Luke and hear Jesus speaking about the end of his life on earth. And, and then we move backwards to John the Baptist. And, and today we're going to move back and hear from Mary. And then, of course, on Christmas Eve, um, we, will, um, we will get to the birth. But uh, today we read from Luke chapter 1, uh, beginning at um, verse 39. Um, this is a passage of Scripture that immediately follows the, uh, uh, the angel Gabriel um, appearing to Mary to tell her, uh, to invite her uh, to participate in what God is doing, to in, invite her um, to uh, participate in the coming of God in the flesh. And so we pick up the story in verse 39 of chapter 1. Mary got up. And hurried to a city in, in the Judean highlands. She entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her heart, in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And with a loud voice she blurted out, God has blessed you above all women, and he has blessed the child you carry. Why do I have this honor that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as I heard your greetings, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises he made to her. And Mary burst out, With all my heart I glorify the Lord. In the depths of who I am, I rejoice in God my Savior. He looked with favor on the low status of his servant. Look, from now on, everyone will consider me highly favored because the Mighty One has done great things. Holy is his name. He shows mercy to everyone from one generation to the next who honors him as God. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered those with arrogant thoughts and proud inclinations. He has pulled the powerful down from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty-handed. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel, remembering his mercy, just as he promised to our ancestors, to Abraham and to Abraham's descendants forever. Everyone with ears to hear, hear this word of God this day. And respond to it. You know, sometimes I, I think that uh, we we hear uh, these stories uh, at Christmas time over and over, and, and they uh, become so familiar that sometimes we don't uh, uh, stop and, and, and ponder. I think, and and when I read this week, one of the things that jumped out to me as I was reading this encounter between. Um, Mary and Elizabeth, you know, often we want to jump to the, the magnificent song that, that Mary burst forth with. And yet right before that, Elizabeth says, Blessed is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises he made to her. 
You know, I, I, I can't help but wonder when I read the preceding passage about the angel Gabriel appearing to Mary. Um, I can't help uh, but wonder if Gabriel, if Gabriel went to other towns and invited other women to participate in what God was doing. Um, I, I think sometimes we read that passage of Scripture, we've, we've heard it so often uh, that we hear that passage as if Mary had no other choice, that it really wasn't an invitation that Gabriel would just say, and this is the way it's going to be. And I wonder if we don't read it that way, because we can't believe that given a choice that any woman would say yes to this invitation of Gabriel. I can't help but wonder if we don't read it that way because we know how easy it is to say no to God when he invites us to step out in faith and to truly participate in the new things that he is doing. And so um, it, it just causes me to wonder, because the thing that really makes Mary stand out is her yes to God. It is her response to God, just like Abraham. If you remember Abraham, uh, when God reached out to Abraham and God said, leave your family and go to the land I will show you, Abraham said, yes. He didn't argue. He didn't question. He said yes. And so we see Mary uh, as almost a new Abraham in that she says yes to God. No, uh, the only question she asks is, um, how is this going to work? And getting the answer, she says, let it be. Here I am, Lord, let it be. Mary Mary trusted the word of the angel Gabriel. And Elizabeth, uh, upon encountering uh, Mary, she has no idea that Gabriel has appeared to her. Um, she, uh, just upon hearing Mary, Mary's voice, um, the Holy Spirit is poured out upon her, and she blurts out these words, not words, probably wondering herself where in the world these words were coming, uh, as the Spirit led her to say, Blessed are you, the one who believed, believed that the promises of God would be fulfilled. So, what, what was it that Mary believed? What was it that led Mary to so quickly say yes to God? Um, obviously, she, she believed uh, that she was being invited in, to participate in God's mission to set the world aright. She understood. She had been expecting, uh, like most Israelite women and men, she had been expecting God to do a, a new thing. Uh, to come and to set the world aright. She believed that God wanted to do a new thing in and through her as well as in and through Israel. She believed, she believed that somehow she could be the dwelling place for the divine God of creation, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, for the Messiah, for Emmanuel. She believed 
As she listened to Gabriel, she believed that the child within her, as we see from the song that she proclaimed after uh, uh, Elizabeth speaks these words to, to her, we see that she believed that the child that had been conceived within her would create new possibilities not only for Israel but for the world. That this child would be a, a light in the midst of the world's darkness. That this child would come and, and offer a, a peace to conflicted hearts and conflicted people. That this child would be a child who brought healing not just to Israel but to all people of the world, that this child would mend hearts and renew people's ability uh, to rejoice. She believed that this child had come to remind the world that love indeed does always win. And she came to learn that this child also uh, was a message and a symbol uh, that death and sin do not have the final word. You see, she believed in these things. She was confident of what God had told her and that God would fulfill the things that he had promised, and it caused her to break forth in this joyous song. And so I wonder, as we hear this story, as we hear this story, and we'll hear uh, the story of Jesus' birth on Christmas Eve, I wonder if we should think about those places in our lives where God reaches out and invites us to say yes. It's so easy to say no to God. And yet Mary shows us what happens when people say yes to God. And so we are invited in this season of Advent. We are invited uh, to, to capture, to look for the vision and the signs of God's hope. We are invited to listen for God to speak into the midst of our circumstances. We are invited to, uh, to turn uh, to God and to anticipate the new thing that God might do. But most of all, we are invited to say yes when God comes reaching out to us. We are reminded in this story that God indeed works in the midst of ordinary people and ordinary circumstances, that God works among uh, the humble, that God comes to those who hunger and thirst for righteousness and seek to work against injustice. And so I guess the question for us this Advent and on this Sunday indeed is, do we believe? Do we believe? Do we believe enough to act on our faith? Do we believe that God still calls people? Still calls people to participate in his kingdom work. Do we believe that, that God calls each of us to find a place within the kingdom of God that we are invited 
to participate in so that God's mission of reconciliation and restoration and renewal might come about? Do we believe that God invites us to allow Christ to be born anew within us so that we indeed might be his hands and his feet in this world, so that we might fight injustice, so that we might reach out to help those who are less fortunate, so that we might proclaim the good news that God's kingdom has come and that God is here setting things aright, shaping and forming a people and a world in which all people might thrive. Do we believe, do we believe that God touches hearts and opens minds and transforms lives through us? Or will we just go through another Advent season where we anticipate and expect God to work through someone else? Hoping hoping and yearning that somehow God's kingdom will come here on earth without our participation. As we hear the wonderful story of Mary on this Sunday of Advent, may we, like Mary, say yes to God this day and every day. And who knows, maybe like in, in, in Mary, when we say yes and we believe in the promise of Jesus, we will see new things break forth. We will see the radiant light of Christ um, emit from us and from our congregation and from others as God followers, as Jesus followers, give witness give witness to God's goodness and graciousness as God's people indeed live and love like Jesus as God's people act on their faith, not just speak their faith. As God's people respond to what God is showing them and speaking to them. And then, and then the mercies and the love of God will abound in our world again, afresh and anew on this day and in our community. And so this day, may we be like Mary. May we say yes to God's calling and leading so that we too might allow Christ to be born in us and through us so that the love and the grace of God might touch the lives and the hearts of other people. May it be so this day and every day. Amen.